Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you? It's Trina Mara. Did you know it is Science Week? So we're talking all things science today. And uh, Dr. Jamie Gallagher is here. Uh, hello, Jamie. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm delighted to be with you. I love Science Week. You love Science Week. Are you a nerd? I'm totally. <laughs> total 100%. nerd. I'm proud of it. I love it. I love it. So what exactly is your job, Jamie? So I'm a science communicator, and so that means it's my job to take science, to make it interesting, to make it memorable, to make it engaging, and mm. to connect people with science. Because, I mean, it's literally everywhere, and I think we forget that sometimes, don't we? Absolutely. Like, people think of, like, science, and they think of, like, the science that they did in school. They think back to physics and chemistry, and mm. like, oh, I never liked that. But actually, you know, day to day, you know, you're talking on your phone, like, oh, scientists that developed that everything around their day-to-day lives is ruled by science. And it can be pretty amazing. So scientists are the cool people after all. Okay, so what would you say to someone who doesn't have much interest? How do you get them excited about it? What, what's, what's the thing that you do? What's your, your tricks and tips? I, I try and tell stories. I, that's what I like. I, I like telling people about the way that scientists discovered and the people that did discover it and maybe things that they are unexpected. Look at things in unusual ways. Uh, so I try and take like everyday objects and show interesting science behind it and show that science isn't something that just happens in the classroom. It's mm. something all around us all the time. Yeah, I wish, you know, when we were in school, when I was doing science in school, I wish it was taught in a different way because I found it to be like a bore fest. And really, it's not at all. Absolutely. If, if you just reduce science to like a list of facts and equations, that is boring. Like I find that boring. Mm. Equations don't excite me. Yeah. But if we start to look at things in unusual ways, it can become interesting. The the colour changes and the bubbling beakers and the experiments and the surprises, that's what's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I know my, my daughter's only six and in school last year they, they were doing experiments and they were doing things, doing things like even getting sweets that so kids can identify with this and relate. So getting things like Skittles and making them melt so the colours spread everywhere. And there was loads of amazing things. The, the, the lava uh, explosion, the, the volcano explosion experiment. There's so many things that can engage kids, isn't there? You know, if people are listening and they're thinking, well, you know, I want my kid to like be interested in science. Maybe they were just go online and like Google experiments to do at home. Like you said, with the Skittles and water and watching the colour, it's about creating a little experience that you can share with your kids. So mm-hmm. It's not like science is this equation. It's like, let's do something together. Let's do an activity and let's work out why that happened. And it's interesting, it's visual and it's something you can share. Now, science has really taken off when it comes to YouTube and TikTok and all the social medias, hasn't it? I mean, that's where everyone's putting that content. Honestly, go on to TikTok, even if you're not a big TikTok user, go on and search for science and see all the amazing stuff that comes up. That's actually one of my latest shows that I've been touring around with is the science of TikTok because there's some great examples out there that is also some pretty bad examples. Okay. (laughs) Bad examples like what? Well, the thing is, because TikTok is such a big platform, people... People want the likes and people want the, the, the views. And some videos that are on there that are pretending to be science are fake. Oh. They, they aren't real. Um, there's, there's, one, there's one that I can think of. There's uh, a woman blows out a birthday candle and she starts waving her hands on the birthday candle, kind of blowing air onto it, and then the candle reignites. It, it, it sparks back to life. And I thought, that's amazing. And I thought, yeah. okay, she's, she's increasing the oxygen. It's still really hot. and It's bursting back into flames. 
And I looked at it as a scientist, as someone with a PhD in chemistry, and I yeah, thought, that's yeah. quite amazing. I You're tried trying to figure it, this out. <laughs> so many times, and it failed. And eventually I was like, well, I've got all these other scientists' friends, and I spoke to a pyrotechnician, and I said, can you watch this and tell me why it's not working? And he noticed there's a tiny little spark, a spark that is caused by something other than her waving her hands. It's fake. Ah. It is fake. She's not reigniting the candle by blowing on it. So that was an example that I thought was science, And it took me to go and ask one of my expert friends to find out it's not. And so this is why you need to be really careful. You Mm. look at these amazing videos and then you think, okay, so that was like 10 interesting seconds. But then sometimes you need to delve a little bit deeper to work out whether it's true or not. Have there been any that you've spotted now that have just blown your mind even as a scientist? Um, there's lots. Of, so there's some that are kind of like really big and elaborate. The big explosions, they can be quite amazing. I'll, I'll tell you one that, that it's a small one. People can even do this at home. And it kind of it, it blew my mind because it just doesn't make sense. I thought this one was fake until I tried it at home. So you get a latex balloon, so like a party balloon that you put helium into. And then you get an orange peel, two you know, fairly common things. Mm-hmm. And he went up to the, the, the balloon and he squeezes the orange peel near the balloon. And I would assume, well, you know, nothing's going to happen. Like, so the surface of the balloon gets a little bit wet. What difference does that make? The balloon instantly explodes. Ah. I was like, what? I was like, how can, how can you explode balloons by squeezing an orange peel near them? That doesn't, just doesn't make sense. And it's such a simple thing. So I tried it at home, and this one did totally work. Every time I squeezed an orange near a balloon, the balloon exploded. And it's because of science. It's because the material that the balloon is made of is very similar to the kind of materials that you'd find in orange. They're both non-polar, is what we call them. And when you mix something that is like something else, they often dissolve each other. And so the orange dissolves the balloon and the balloon explodes. So it was such a simple, tiny little thing, an orange peel and a balloon. I was kind of like, that does not make sense. I test it out for myself. And science says, yes, it does. You can explode a balloon with an orange. Well, you know what I'm going to be doing when I get home? I'm going to be trying that one out for sure. Party. Yeah. You can be the worst guest at a birthday party <laughs> by blowing it all up. <laughs> That's amazing. Any other ones that we could do at home that, that come to mind um, that we probably have the stuff at home already to impress the kids? Well, here's another. This one is a little bit trickier. What mm-hmm. you do need for this one is a really high power magnet. So if anyone has like a a fishing lure, a neodymium magnet, so it's the strongest magnet, probably stronger than a fridge magnet. And what you do is you get cornflakes and you put them into a, a Ziploc bag, one of those little plastic bags with some water, and you let that dissolve for a little while. And then you take your magnet and you move the magnet slowly over the bag of cornflakes. And what will eventually happen, if you, if you think about cornflakes, do you know what's added to cornflakes? Do you think to try and make them healthier? Have you heard? No. So you often see they'll say, like, with added vitamins and minerals. Oh, yeah. Folic acid and all that. Yes, exactly. So that's, that's the thing to make them a little bit healthier for is, with a magnet, you can actually find the iron that's added to cornflakes. It's little no. flakes of metal. It, it, it looks horrible to see. You think you're eating this metal, but completely, completely true uh, that you can find the iron in cornflakes. Oh my God, that is absolutely nuts. And that's exactly what we're all going to be doing tomorrow morning, having our breakfast. That is mad. Oh my God. So you're also a big science fiction fan, I believe. Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> massive, massive nerd in every point. Right, Who's, what's the guilty pleasure for you? It's number one, it's Star Trek. I love Star Trek. It's mm-hmm. just beautiful and my happy place and I've always loved it and I blame Star Trek for my interest in science. Are you a collector of the memorabilia? 
I, I am a conference goer. Members, I've got all the autographs, I've got all the models, everything, the posters, the works. Oh, the works! And do you go around with the the haircut, the Star Trek haircut? I, well, I've got all the uniforms. I've got I've dressed up loads of times. Uh, I have. I love it. Oh, it's so funny! All right. Well, listen, it's been absolutely brilliant chatting to you, Doctor Jamie Gallagher, there, who's a science communicator, uh, making science interesting and exciting. And I have to say, uh, that's more, I'd love to get you on again to give us more experiments. We've had a laugh today. Thanks so much for coming on. Have Thanks a good so time really. Bye bye. It's Ireland's Bye-bye. Classics Radio.